What's up, fam? Welcome to yet another episode on God, Life, and In Between, hosted by Dalali and Walali. First, thank you for tuning in, thank you for listening, and thanks for all your support. Today, we are going to be touching on a very pivotal topic titled Friendship, because you all know that all our dreams are possible if only we have the right people to support us. So, why don't we just dive into this and have this beautiful conversation? Welcome, beautiful people. Um, it's another episode of God, Life, and In Between podcast. And today, um, we have some friends with us. Um, we are going to talk about friendship and the need for friendship in our lives. And I'll allow them to introduce themselves. So, um, Dennis, yeah. Hi, everybody. I'm Dennis, and it's a pleasure to be on this podcast. Okay. And so now... Hello, I'm Isinam. Okay, so thanks Dennis and Isinam for making time to be here with us today. So we're just gonna flow with the conversation and how like you talk about what kind of friendships that you have had in your lives and the impact that these friendships have had on you. So like Dennis, to you, what is friendship? Um. So I personally, I do not think I have a, a correct definition of friendship, but if I'm to describe it, I would say a friendship is just um, a bond between two people or more people, all right? And um, the, the, the death of that bond or the strength of that bond is what determines the kind of friendship that they have. I mean, you have people who are just acquaintances and they wanna call themselves friends. Um, they have people that are just friends because they share a common goal. You'd have people that are friends just because of some mutual benefit or just because one of them is benefiting from one, from the other one in a particular way. Um, there are also friendships just because you respect the person, you know, um, you, you, you love, you cherish the person. So I'd say the different kinds of friendships and um, it doesn't really matter what actually brought the two people or the group of people together. It is, it's more to do with how that relationship progresses, how that bond between them progresses and deepens. And that's what's going to classify the kind of friendship that the people in question have. Yeah, thank you. That was some very deep insights. Oh, wow. I'm glad it was deep. <laughs> yeah, they were. <laughs> you mean, I think so. Friend or friends are people that can communicate themselves and then work together. But then also, there are, I think that there are so many points that the title friend gets defined. Like there are so many events that happen that you get to define that this person is a friend to this level. So for me, I put them under... And three groups. So there's the friend, there's the good friend, and then there's the true friend. And at every point or every stage in life, depending on the events and the conversations and the agreements you come to, this friend gets defined. Yeah, I think I just take that. So seeing that generally friend. It's um, a word that has been abused by most of us. 
-hmm. we just want, don't want people to get offended by saying that oh, oh I yeah, just not my know friend. him so we just uh -huh. say that oh he's my friend yeah we don't want to hurt people's feelings by our definition of friends like you don't fit within my definition of friend category but I can uh -huh. just call you friend just to brush it off so that people know that you know me but actually it has become the norm, but that's not what it is. We've yeah. just adjusted and adapted that to the list of friends that we have. So some call acquaintances, acquaintances. they are friends, but I mean, yeah. yeah. I was just I was just about saying that it looks like um, we we can differentiate between um, a friendship and like we having an acquaintances. You get it. So like most times. As, as you said, people are like scared to say that, oh, maybe this person is not my friend. And like, they feel like those people might be offended. Or they are scared. They are we don't want to hurt their feelings. Oh, yes. Like, so, I mean, no hurting, I feel like no hurting someone's feeling might be a little bit scared or like holding back. So, so like, with that, mm -hmm. with those definitions of friendships in mind, what do you look for in a friend? Because I know that you guys have said a lot. And it's like, from your answers, right? It's like, you really look deeply before you call someone a friend. So what are some of those characteristics, the qualities that you look for when you're choosing a friend? And anyone can go first. Um, I think I went from. Who is anyone? It's no one. Ghana network. Ghana network. Go first. Yeah, that's enough. Go first. So okay, we're talking about type and um, what we are looking at. Yeah. And um, when we are getting a friend, I think that from the beginning you don't start with a definite. Or like you have a checklist that you want to check all the boxes on the list before you call someone a friend. It's a gradual process. So someone can be your classmate and then you move forward from classmate to friends, but then communicate basic things. Why would I even say that I want to become your friend when we don't understand each other and every time we're having arguments, basically? So yeah, I think the first thing I'll look out for is someone who understands me and we agree on like a lot of things. Yeah, someone who has interest in the things I have interests in. That would be the starting point. Then moving forward, you'll be checking the list. If you don't fit in, I throw you away and we move. Okay. Um, and it looks like um, your network is kind of like um, lagging. So whatever we are saying is kind of like uh, you hear you hear late. But um, I mean, D Dennis, what's your opinion? Um, yeah, I pretty much agree with everything as an said. Um, it's it's very important that you categorize people and you put them at the right places where they're supposed to be. Just so that there's no confusion. There's no um, like we were talking about in the beginning, you don't you don't put people in categories that they would expect to be, you know. So that also that you don't have high expectations of them. 
And if they're not mm -hmm. in those standards, then it becomes a problem for you both, right? But um, I personally do not choose friends. Um, I, I, that's probably because I don't really, I don't think I have a lot of friends. I personally don't use them myself. So when it comes to what I look for, um, like I said at the beginning, there are different things that could bring um, me and somebody together, right? So it wouldn't be, I'll be able to give a specific example of what I'll be looking for in terms of when I want to start a friendship. But then the different things that could bring me together, but I think I'm going to just steal one point from what SNM said as we should probably have the same, the same common interest, right? There should be some common ground between me and because um, how can it stated in the Bible? How can two people walk together unless they agree? So, so it's, it's, it's very important that I have some kind of middle ground with that person. And then from there, that's what's going to determine the depth of our friendship. How many things do we have common ground on? Okay. Um, how many things do we agree on? Okay. So then, like you said, I'm borrowing another point from Western Ham said, if it's a Black Lives Matter um, rally that we're going to, and that's all that we agree on, then our friendship is just going to be based on Black Lives Matter, right? But then, I mean, no matter the kind of friendship that we have, I would expect that you should be somebody that in some way, I'll be able to rely on, and I'm saying in some way very carefully because you wouldn't want to put too much expectation on somebody who you just go to Black Lives Matter conventions with, you know? So um, in some way you'd expect that, um, I would expect that I'll be able to count on the person in one way or the other without um, overexerting our friendship or putting too much um, pressure on the person to deliver, which could cause problems way down the line. Like a lot of things in common with someone, you. It cannot be your friend. Is that what I'm gathering? Um, so not really a lot of things, right? It could be just one thing, you know? It could be just one thing that we have in common. But if that one thing is probably going to hold us, um, is going to connect us in a very deep way, uh -huh. that we could just be friends based on that one thing that we have in common, right? Because if it's something that is very dear to me and it's something that's also very dear to you, then yeah you can pretty much agree that it's gonna really create some kind of a tight bond between me and whoever that person is, right? So um, it, 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 not restricting it to only one thing, it could also be a plethora of things. It could also be different, different things that we could agree on. But the point I was trying to make was at least there should be something that we agree on, right? Because um, I, don't, I personally don't see the point mm -hmm. of a friendship where it's always gonna be a disagreement. Um, it should, it, should, it, should, it should go both ways. That's, that's okay. what I'm trying to say. Okay. So based on, based on this line of conversation, um, Dennis, is there any particular friend that has had like the greatest like impact in your life, has impacted, in, impacted you in more ways than one, left like this memorable impact in your life and in your heart? Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the, the, there are definitely a couple. And um, as I said, initially, I, I don't, I personally don't think I have a lot of friends. So um, the few that I have, um, some I've known for a very long time, some I've known for a relatively short amount of time, but the impact has been as though I knew them for 10 years or more than that. But then um, there are people that um, sort of impact you in a way that probably they don't even know about and um i mean i'm hoping that you're not asking me to give names but um there are people that um i'm able to contact whenever i'm down and i don't necessarily have to tell them 
what the problem is, but some way, somehow, um, they get you out of that situation that you're in without knowing it, unbeknownst to them. Um, there are also people that you can count on to, 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 to lift you up. The people that I also think, I'd also like to think that I've lifted up in one way or the other. So the key thing about friendships is it always goes both ways. It's, 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 it's not a one-way street, you know? So um, I'll say there, there are quite a number of people, not many, very few, but then that have really impacted my life, um, my Christian life, my academic life, my social life, in, in, in many more ways than one. Cool. Isna, what about you? There's any human that would say that they, they haven't had a friend that has impacted them positively or negatively. But I think we, most of us would dwell on the positive because I mean, that's the point of friendship. Yeah, I've had that. Um, in so many ways, but one that I never forget is I actually learned how to give through a friend. I'd read about giving, I've heard about giving in Sunday school so many times. But it took me living with someone for a few days to actually learn about giving because regardless of how much she had, she shared with whoever came around and needed help. And there were times she gave that you knew that this person really needed it and, and she still gave out. And I'm like, wow, I would do that. <laughs> but we stay staying with a person for a year before I realized I had picked that up and then. Well, thanks for sharing that. So yeah, I think I think um friendship is quite important. I mean in, in our lives, you know. Uh, one way or the other. Um we've learned a lot both I mean, both positive and negative to our friends, you know. There are some that um, actually came and um, helped us to become who we are today. Um, some, some left, others we met along the way. And um, I mean, we are still losing and meeting a lot of people. I mean, and some are friends, by the way. But I mean, with all that, um, I've come to realize that there are seasons and times, you know, um, because um, sometimes when we make friends, we feel like um, this person should be around till like, let's say till we are grown or like till we attain this age or like this or that and that. But then I've come to realize that like what we want is not what like maybe God wants for us or something. At a point in time, someone has to go and then he brings in someone new um, I don't know if you guys feel that way sometimes or have had situations where your friends, like you felt like your close friends left or you had new friends along the way. Um, there, are, there are times that you feel your, like you said, there are friends that are leaving. Um, back to your point about, their, about seasons, right? Um, yeah. 
And I think that everything that has a beginning has an end. Um, yeah. Except, of course, the love of God, which is everlasting. But um, in terms of friendships as we know it in a human sense, um, there are friendships that would last, uh, friendships that will last forever, who knows. Um, but then one, one, one example that I always dwell on when I think about this is the, um, the story about, one, one, it's, it's a story about Jesus. I'm sure most of you are familiar with it. Um, so one of Jesus's closest friends, um, so it's actually two stories, but then they, they, they both point to the same thing. They both point to the point I'm trying to make. Um, Jesus was very close friends with um, Mary, Martha, and their brother Lazarus, so that family. And Jesus was also close friends with John the Baptist. But I want to dwell on John the Baptist for a second. Um, so, I mean, many people don't really know the 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 how how tight that bond was because they were they were almost like cousins at a point. Um, their mothers were prophesying to each other, so they had that bondage when they grew up. John was the one that baptized Jesus. At a point in time, um, at a point in time, um, Jesus said, "There's no man greater on earth than John the Baptist." That's like the biggest hype anybody could get, right? To be hyped by the Son of God as the greatest man ever. That's like the biggest we can receive. But then, when John was actually um, arrested by Herod and put in prison, Jesus never went to see him. And the funny thing is, if you actually look into the story, at the point that Jesus was, at the point that John was arrested, Jesus was actually pretty close by. But then after John got arrested, he moved away from him. He moved away from John, from where John was and never went actually to see him. And he never saw him until John was beheaded later on. So John actually, you could, just like we all feel where sometimes you feel that your friends are actually leaving you. Um, John sends his disciples to go and ask Jesus if he is still the, he is still the Messiah, he is still the son of God, you know? And um they went and Jesus told them, yes, he's still the son of God. And um, you should go tell John that he's, he's still who, he, who he, he thought he was, like nothing has changed. But then when, um, when John's disciples had left, Jesus turned to his own disciples and said something that I think is very critical. And what he said was, blessed is he who does not stumble on account of me, right? And I think it draws us to a very important point that um, when, John, when Jesus actually left John, he wasn't, Jesus wasn't roaming. Jesus wasn't by the beach. Jesus was actually spreading the word. He was actually doing what God had sent him to do. But then John felt he had been neglected by Jesus, right? So I feel that there are times where we think that our friends have actually left us and we should be, we should be their whole world, you know? We should be all that they think about. But then it is something, something that I think is peculiar with this story is the fact that we should also understand that our friends have may have other friends. Our friends may have other duties. Our friends have families. Our friends have their own calling. Our friends have other things that they're doing. So the fact that they are not supporting you through a particular point in time, through a particular stage of your life, be that important, doesn't necessarily mean that you're not your friend. It doesn't necessarily mean that they have left you or they have forsaken you, right? So it's sometimes not about what they're doing for only you, but then what they're doing for everybody else. Right, and um, I think that if we have this. Um, if we have this mindset, it's it's one of the things that could help us keep long-lasting friendships because there could be times when it's going to be a little bit rocky, but then if we understand that these people are not there for only us, they also have their own responsibility elsewhere. It could it could it could really strengthen our friendship 
as time mm -hmm. goes on and in the future. Wow, that's great. That's great. Well, discussions today. So we're about to conclude. And I just wanted to ask Dennis and Esna, in maybe 20 seconds, can you give us like two takeaways or like one takeaway from this whole discussion? Something that like our listeners should just, you know, put in their heart when it comes to friendship. For having me on this podcast. Um, in a nutshell, I would say that it's, it's, no, no, nobody's an island, okay? You come across people that say, I don't have friends and I don't have friends. And there are people that are important in your life, okay? So it's, it's, it's very important to hold that microscope and then look for the people that actually mean a lot to you. Look for the people that are actually impacting you and be appreciative of the efforts that they're putting in, okay? Um, you don't want to be ungrateful. Okay? So in your own little way, try and show appreciation to the people that you think have impacted you the people that, it, it, it doesn't even matter if you think they're only acquaintances, okay? It could be acquaintances, they could be your deepest friends. Just be appreciative of the little that everything does for you. Because you do not know, it could be basically all they have that they gave or did for you. So just keep that in mind and God bless you. All right. Yes, now. God is faithful and at every point in time, he puts people in places to make us learn and most of the time these people are friends so your friend is teaching you you how to manage and control yourself how to deal with the disappointment and all of these things and then they come through our friends so i'd say that let's take um jonathan and 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 david as an example and learn from them according to the bible at a point their friendship was tough but i mean it's not solely about you it's also about what god wants to teach you sometimes you just have to allow some of them to go be the kind of friend for your friend like you want your friend to be to you oh. does it make sense <laughs> no elaborate <laughs> Okay. Yeah, expecting too much from someone, like the person has to be a very good friend. You also have to be a very good friend to someone, regardless of how the person behaves. Yeah, like how Christ loves us, regardless of how we behave, he's still there for us. We should be like that. We are always complaining about people not being good friends to us, but we don't check ourselves also. How good are we to our friends around us? Are we being true friends to those we call friends or we are just expecting from someone take 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 just me just me how about you also just giving yourself out yeah yeah that's that's good as well i mean it's kind of like being friends or loving with no conditions right just exactly. as christ loves, loves us i mean he loves us regardless he has no condition for us he doesn't say oh we do something wrong and so he's not going to love us um i think if we if we try to consider that, um, we'll be great friends and we'll also, I mean, people also be good friends to us, you know, it, it helps a lot. I think that's very great. That's a great point. Thank you, SNL. Yeah, it, it was a, a delight to like have you on here. Thanks mm -hmm. for sparing us like a few minutes of your time.
thanks. We really appreciate it. We think our listeners do too. So thank you. With that being said, we've come to the end of today's episode. Um, we spoke on friendship at your or listen. Um, we hope that um, this week you encourage someone. I mean, try and love someone. Be a good friend to someone um, without any conditions, uh, regardless of how they've treated you or how you've treated them. Just be nice and God bless you. And if you are new on this podcast, please subscribe. You can listen to it on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor. So, thank you very much um, for listening. 